4: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is
5: the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Yeah, people are confused why kids are... Kids are being unenrolled from school. They're going private. They're going home school, going charter school. Man, I'll tell you what, I just can't figure it out. Here's a spokesman for the San Diego schools. Parents who who
6: don't want to wear a mask indoors
3: in school, are there any other options for them? For the fall, there are some options. They can go to our uh, school that's online. Um, they can opt not to return to the regular school, but to go to the school where they don't have to go to school at all other than via Zoom. Yeah. And um, that's the easiest way for folks. What who about don't the want summer school? school? What if mm-hmm.
6: they were already enrolled in the summer school and now they get this mask mandate and they're n- not comfortable with wearing a mask?
3: They really should wear the mask. Uh, but if and they're not, not comfortable,
6: obviously- uh, what should they do?
3: They should just let make it known that they don't
5: feel comfortable and at that point just not return. Hey, do homeschool, hey, do schooling through Zoom or, or, or just don't even bother coming back. Boy, I, I can't imagine why people were leaving. All right, speaking of this anti truth America, before I get back to all this stuff, you don't know who Katie Turr is probably, but she's an MSNBC host. Quote People don't trust us, Turr said last week. She's promoting a memoir. I love, I love these people who are like five years old writing biographies about themselves. I find that to be the most hilarious thing. Anyway, she's, she's writing this book about herself quote. She's uh, wondering why people don't trust them. It's something I don't have a concrete answer to. And that's not because I don't love journalism. I do. It's just a convergence of the two issues. And this is this is this is exactly why she's about to explain accidentally why we are in an anti-truth country. Quote, one of them being that we cover very dark stuff in succession. It seems like it's getting darker and darker and it could be hard on your mental health. So let's set that aside, too. It can be demoralizing that on top of that, there was a Gallup poll that shows that trust in media, newspapers and television is hitting an all time low. And by the way, only 16% of Americans said they have a great deal or a lot of trust in newspapers. I mean, hold on one second. Wrap your mind around that. 16% of the country has a lot of trust in the news, in newspapers. Those people drive by you on the roads. They're out there doing 75 miles per hour beside you on the highway. Anyway, moving on. People don't trust us. They don't believe us and it makes me wonder if this job i'm currently doing is effective but if it's doing more harm than good i don't have a good answer for that though those thoughts linger in the back of my mind so i want to say okay so here she is she a journalist has just been presented with a fact people do not trust you they think you're a liar they don't trust what you do they don't trust what you're doing she goes on While some feel that equal coverage is always necessary to allow the public to be equally informed about multiple sides of the argument, those who disagree argue that people making false statements or unsupported conjectures do not warrant as much attention as those making factual statements with solid supporting evidence. Quote, I guess it felt like the moment was so scary and so dire with Donald Trump in the presidency. They needed to seek comfort in who they felt like was fighting the good fight. They never understand. They can never see the answers are right in front of them. They're right in front of them. It's that obese person coming and leaning against the treadmill as they ask you, man, do you have any idea how I can lose some weight? That's what it is. They're presented over and over and over again. The public hates you. The public hates you. The public doesn't trust you. The public doesn't trust you. The obvious answer to earning back the public trust, if you're a journalist in this country, if you're Journalist Jesse. It's Journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse if you're If you're a journalist, the obvious answer to earning back that trust would be what? Be open. be honest. Cover the views of each side equally. Ask each side difficult questions. In the end, the public will learn to trust you, even that even at the times they get mad at you, they will learn to trust you as somebody who just gives them the straight shot. The problem is the journalists, this applies to scientists, doctors, politicians, entertainers, professors. The same mentality applies to all of them. They would never dream of presenting each side equally because for them, one side is an outright lie. One side is truth. And you, this this is really what it comes down to, you, the stupid uneducated peasant, You have to be told what to believe. You're not smart enough. You're not as smart as these journalists to know what to believe, how to sort truth from fiction. You're not smart enough to know. So you have to be told what to believe. That is what's created our anti-truth society. Listen to this pro-abortion lady.
3: I owe my life to an abortion. Not only mine, but because shortly after Roe v. Wade, a black woman was able to have an abortion in Illinois. She was in a relationship that wasn't right for her, and it allowed her to move on and attend nursing school and marry a fellow student and have a child with him. As my mother, um, that child was me. And as my mother told me, Renee, I chose you. That is exactly what abortion is about.
5: My mother slaughtered my older siblings so she could have me. Doesn't that sound like a great win for abortion? We live in an anti-truth society now. All right, we're going to get to the Fauci stuff in a minute. I have to get to a bunch of emails, though. Hi, Jesse. Remember, by the way, we have Kurt Schlichter. He's super hopeful, super hopeful about the the direction of the country right now. How on earth is that possible? We're going to talk to Kurt about that 20 minutes from now or so. Hi, Jesse. I just wanted to say I'm a big fan of the show. I wasn't going to write in until I heard you say on a recent episode that people standing up inspires you. I do a lot of pro-life work, and as I've always said, if the company I work for ever touches the abortion issue, that's when I'll stand up. Two weeks ago, the CEO put out a statement about the Supreme Court is taking away equitable access to health care, typical leftist garbage. I ended up sending her an email saying that myself and many others disagreed with her and find this hurtful and offensive. I asked to meet with her to speak about it. To my surprise, she has agreed. Any prayers you can send up for this conversation would be very much appreciated. says we can say her name. Her name is Kristen. I think we could all set aside a, a little bit of prayer time for Kristen because that is a bold thing to do. Look, when it's your job on the line, when it's your job on the line to step up like that for what you believe, that is brave. It is awesome, and it's inspirational to others. When people do that kind of thing, I love it. Burger man, this email says, tried your burger, loved it. Not sure if you're a chicken salad guy, but I got a recipe for you. Okay, one pause. I'm not a big chicken salad guy because why? It's cold. I mean, the flavor is fine. Why are you not melting my chicken salad sandwich? Why are you not putting cheese on there and melting it? This is not, this is not Ghana. This is America. We have the ability to heat up sandwiches here. Why would I eat a cold chicken sandwich when I can, in fact, have a hot chicken sandwich anytime I want? Crockpot, two, I'm, anyway, I'm giving you out his chicken salad recipe. Crockpot, two large chicken breasts with Italian dressing and chicken broth for about four to six hours. Dice the chicken, mixed in a uh, diced hard boiled egg and seasoned it with salt, pepper, red pepper flakes, and oregano. Chris, are you a chicken salad guy? Are you people allowed to eat chicken salad? Oh, you've already got the email printed? Okay. Now here's the key. Mix in a healthy portion of Duke's mayonnaise and Wickle's hot pickle relish. You know what? That actually sounds good. Every time I've had chicken salad, somebody ruins it with celery. What kind of a loser eats celery? Anyway, voila. Put it on some toasted bread and you've got it made. Maybe try some Chipotle Tabasco in there next go around. He says, give me credit if you read this on the air. Don't steal it from me and claim it as yours. I know how you are. Sam, well, that's my chicken salad recipe. If anyone would like Jesse Kelly's world-famous chicken salad recipe, that's it. (laughs) All right, we got to talk to Fauci. Well, we got to talk not to Fauci. I'm never going to interview that scumbag. We're going to talk Fauci, Kurt Schlichter. I'm going to end up taking phone calls. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. All that's still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. Before we get to that, can you stop a bad person from hurting you you walk out of your house tonight and there's a bad man on the sidewalk and he wants to hurt you can you stop him can you stop him from getting you in your car can your daughter can your son get a hero gun it's a non-lethal gun and actually let me tell you really quickly about the hero arrow it's their new thing because i'm in love with this thing it not only has a double pepper or double barrel blast of this chemical pepper gel. It'll spray on them. It's just brutal. It also has this ear-piercing siren that's part of it. That alone may save the life of the person you love the most. And it's just about the size of a TV remote, about that same shape. Fit right in your pocket, man. Right in your purse, glove compartment. Go to Hero2020.com. Use the code JESSE. It'll get you a, st- a special discount. You don't need a concealed carry permit. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Tuesday. I'm excited to talk to Kurt in about 10 minutes from now. He's so hopeful about, about the direction of the country right now. I want I want to hear why. Aren't you ready for some hope? I'm ready for some hope out there. All we have is... Look, all we have right now is freedom. You know,
4: freedom is not free.
5: And you know, that's not free. Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci plans to step down by the end of Biden's first term and says COVID isn't going anywhere. This is Dr. Fauci.
4: Everybody wants to put this pandemic behind us and feel and hope that it doesn't exist. It does. Well, we are certainly not over it. And I think that, you know... People have an understandable desire to put this in the rearview mirror and say we're through with it. But that's just not the reality.
5: You want to hear the wildest anti-truth country we live in statement of the show so far? You want to hear the wildest one? Wrap your mind around this. Dr. Fauci is in his 80s. Okay, he's in his 80s. Dr. Fauci will go to his deathbed feeling like he is the good guy. He will go to his deathbed. Remember, this man's not like, he's not in poor health, and I don't wish him I don't wish poor health on the guy, but this man, he's about to witness a recession guaranteed, possibly a great depression, caused, honestly, in large part by him and certainly the people around him. He's going to look at economic devastation like he's never seen during the time that he's been alive. He's going to look at all this economic devastation. He's already looking at all the suicides, mental health problems. He's going to look at children falling behind and learning, special needs kids struggling, drug addiction. He's going to look at spousal abuse, all these problems in society that he is directly responsible for making worse. And Dr. Fauci is going to go to sleep one day or, or die one day or be on his deathbed one day, and he's going to be 100% convinced that that he's the good guy. He quite literally put a nation of 330 million people to the torch and he's going to stand in the smoldering ruins and he's going to say, look at how I saved this country. It's true. Isn't that wild to think about? But it is true. You know I'm right. He, he will go to his deathbed convinced he's the good guy. Remember, we talked about it last night. Dr. Ho- Dr. Burks, his partner in crime when it came to manipulating Trump into shutting the country down, Dr. Burks is not only unashamed of what she did, she's writing a book where she brags in the book about how she lied to Trump to make it look worse than it was so he would do more drastic lockdowns. And Dr. Burks is not ashamed of this, remember. She wrote the book this is in. This isn't some behind the scenes thing where somebody caught her on camera. She sat down in front of a typewriter, or probably a computer, I guess. She'd sat down in front of a computer and said, Oh, oh, hey guys, remember that time I lied to Trump and manipulated him so he'd extend the lockdowns even more? Oh, that's got to be in the book. How great does that make me look? That's awesome. And she sat and wrote that down. Isn't that crazy? Jesse. When did this homelessness epidemic begin and why? I do not remember this in my childhood and young adulthood. I am 73. What the hell happened? One, you may not remember it, but homelessness is one of those things that's always there. I don't remember it a ton from my childhood, but that's because I, I, we moved to Montana. remember when I was 10. And it's just too cold for Montana to have very many homeless people. I don't want to act like there aren't any. There are certainly spots up there now where there are some homeless people. But when you live in a place where it's 20 below in the wintertime, the homeless people don't hang out. If you're homeless, you're going to thumb your way down to San Diego and live it up down there. Not that I'm encouraging you to do so. But part of the reason it's so bad now is because, again, we live in an anti-truth country where we think we just haven't been nice enough to all the homeless people. And that's the reason they're still homeless and we have a problem. Here in Texas, there's a city, our our capital city's Austin. Now, Austin, for those who've never been, Austin was at one point in time absurdly cool. It's just a fun place. You go into Austin, because I was I was there back when it was awesome. You go and it's just street after street after street. Lined with all these live music acts and I mean great live music acts in the bars and the restaurant scene is unbelievable and it's fun and it's young fun. It's a college town. If you're a young single dude, there are dimes everywhere falling from the trees. I mean, Austin was just awesome. And then Austin, which has always been left by the way, but they decided to go full blown communist. My sister had just bought a condo in Austin about a year before in the course of a year, she watched that city become dangerous. So dangerous, she sold and left and went back to Montana. Why? A big part of it, why? They have these huge homeless shelters set up where, well, of course, we can't be mean to the homeless. We definitely don't want to run them out of town. We don't want to arrest them. No, 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 no. Everyone needs a warm bed and everyone needs three more meals. And that sounds so nice. And honestly, arresting a homeless person sounds so mean, doesn't it? Oh, that's harsh. That's not compassionate. Except they start raping people. They start doing drugs out in the open. They start... Dying out in the open. They start pooping on the sidewalks. You've been in New York City recently? Again, great. a uh, shout out to the great 710WOR. You've been in New York City recently? Last time I was here, walked down in the subway. It looked like something out of the movies. Homeless people sprawled everywhere. Pee everywhere. Just the most repulsive stuff. Why did this epidemic begin? Well, a lot of this stuff begins with mental health problems. Remember, it's not as if homeless people are all people who want a home and just can't seem to put things together. A lot of these people have real mental health issues, drug problems, alcohol problems. It, it, that's, that's part of it. But another part of it is this. We became, we became such an anti-truth society that we decided the only reason we have a homeless problem is uh, we don't have enough beds out there for them. We haven't served enough free meals to them. Again, no one wants to have difficult conversations about anything, about race, about anything. We don't want to have difficult conversations. We want to have easy conversations that make us feel good. And what do we gain from that? Nothing. All right. I'm going to talk to my buddy, Kurt Schlichter, next. He's going to explain why he's hopeful about this country. Then, after Kurt, I realize it's probably been a week since I've taken him. I'm actually going to take phone calls tonight about whatever you want. But remember, get to the point. No hi, no how are you. And another thing I've decided I'm cutting off on this show, it's happening way too often now. Uh, Jesse, I've got a few points to make. No, you sure don't. You have one point. So make it a good one. All right? 877-377-4373 877-377-4373 I'm going to talk to you right after Kurt. Hang on.
6: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
5: It is the Jesse Kelly show and joining me now is my friend Kurt Schlichter. Obviously, I I read all of his stuff as you do at townhall.com because he's one of the few people who can make you laugh in the middle of all this mess. And apparently now he's out here selling hope. Oh, he has a new book out called We'll Be Back, Kurt. What is this hope you're selling? I don't want that.
4: Hey, man, I am I am Huggy Bear pimping this book. I'm putting it out on the street, telling it to bring me my money.
5: <laughs> all right, Kurt. The book is about our country, and obviously it's, it's great like all your books are, but you're serious when you say we'll be back. Why do you figure that?
4: Well, look. We've got a lot of structural advantages. We're winning some battles as people become awake. Now, guys like you, guys like me, guys like a lot in the audience, we're already awake. So we're not stunned by the lies. We're not shocked by the hypocrisy. When we say some 400-pound white dude twerking in front of uh, kids and a bunch of liberals going, yes, you go, girl, we're not shocked because we're used to it but normal people, normal people are being stunned out of their grilling and Little League games and being forced to pay attention, and they are. We saw it in Virginia with Glenn Youngkin. We're seeing it at school board meetings. We're seeing our Latinx-American friends going 50% Republican, which is as close to a conservative party as we have. So we're, we're, the, the, the pushback has begun. What they're doing is, as you have pointed out, is insupportable and unsustainable. We're, we're going to crush them. And here's the last thing, Jesse, and I think this is the most important. I don't see how we can lose to this bunch of geebos, These mm-hmm. weirdos, losers, and mutations uh, cannot put us down. I'm not going to be stopped by somebody who can't do a push-up, okay, who lives in his mom's basement, who's got blue hair, who's never known the loving kiss of another human being. It's not in the cards.
5: Now hold on one second, Kurt. Blue hair is not the end of the world. Doesn't hurt when the old lady goes a little exotic every now and then. I enjoy that. The wife doesn't like it. I like it when she just falls in a in a in a batter of purple hair dye.
4: Well, I mean, look, I, look. I'm not here to kink shame, <laughs> but the fact the, the fact is, bizarre hair color correlates with extreme daddy issues, which lean lead to uh, Marxism and a uh, tragic weight
5: gain. Kurt, how did communism go from, you know, uh, it was always a lie, right? It's always a murderous evil lie, but how did it go from let's let's start with uh, America's teachers unions. It started there and that they still are that, but how did it go from that into telling 14-year-old boys to cut their penis off? That is such that's such a drastic journey, right? Now, how did it go from that to where we are? Did we lose Kurt? We lost Kurt. You know what? I'm going to answer all my own questions. Let me tell you how (laughs) that. By the way, whenever whenever we get Kurt back, if we get Kurt back, I'm going to finish this. And then we're taking phone calls tonight. 877-377-4373 eight, seven, seven, three, seven, seven, four, three, seven, three. So we may get Kurt back. We may not, but then we're going to the phones. I just thought, I'll tell you what I thought, Chris, Michael. Sometimes, sometimes I forget because I'm so good at everything else. I forget what a great interviewer I am too. And I, I, sometimes I feel like I spellbound people with my questions. What? Chris, what? You guys don't think so? I think so. Anyway, Kurt, again, back to my question. How do we go from communism being teachers' unions to communism being this freak show?
4: Well, look, Jesse, communism in America isn't a bunch of uh, uh, brawny, long going up against the cigar-chomping monopoly money guy. Uh, who's holding out on their wages, right? It's not a class struggle. Instead, it's the manifestation of pampered suburban girls' daddy issues. And that's the whole thing. And it, the more transgressive, the better. Whether it's uh, an experimental moment with a stolen kiss between uh, Wellesley undergrads to someone shouting their abortion to someone in schools trying to get little Jimmy to cut his penis off to become little Susie. It's all about shocking the bourgeois it's about, it's about showing Daddy and Mommy that, that I can make you hurt the way you hurt me by not validating all my feelings. It's really a performance, performative psychodrama, and, uh, uh, and they need to be treated like unruly teenagers and figuratively sent to their room, which would be Alaska. Uh,
5: Kurt, this society, you say we're coming back. I see we have a majority over the communists, and that is a good thing. But they have the federal government in such lockdown. Doesn't now I don't get me wrong, we're gonna win the midterms and we maybe win 2024 and all that stuff's good. Should we, because I say this a lot, should we focus On local a lot more than we do should we focus on that school board race sheriff da try kind of build it from the bottom up the way they did that's how i think our strategy has to be going forward i think that's the weak link there i think we can go start taking school boards tomorrow you are you
4: are absolutely correct we can attack at the lower level with our our major focus, but at the federal level, even state level, we don't have to spend a huge amount of time. It takes a lot of time to go win a school board race. It doesn't take too much time to support the right Senate candidate or the right presidential candidate. Now, it's important what... Now, it is important to lead from the top as well as the bottom. You and I both have been uh, acquainted with the military. You more than me because I was in the Army. And... (laughs) Uh, uh As you know, our military is broken. I suggest everybody read my town hall column coming Thursday, uh entitled "Here's How We Can Fix the Woke Army." Uh It's two thousand words, uh advocating uh, some of the leadership techniques I learned uh, as a uh, as you know a battalion commander and deputy brigade commander about uh, how the president needs to go about uh, explaining his intent and then ruthlessly enforcing it and leaving no general. The fact is, the four uh, four stars and the three stars are all a bunch of uh, Obama-Biden generals, and they are presumptively failures. He must treat them with a whip and a chair. He must devote time and effort and not accept excuses. On Monday, I'm ordering all you guys. I'm firing all the Joint Chiefs, deputies. You're up. On Friday, you're going to come back and brief me how you've eliminated diversity, inclusion, and equity from our military. I'll see you Friday. Be prepared to brief me. And then to fire everybody who doesn't. And then to do it again. And again, But you won't have to do it more than twice. Because if there's one thing the guys with the stars like, it's the stars. And when they see room at the top and they understand that the new intent is none of this nonsense, we're doing combat readiness this week, you'll see a bunch of guys eagerly stepping up. To
5: be the hero speaking with Kurt Schlichter author of the new book we'll be back obviously you read all his stuff in town hall Kurt the military yes I believe we I believe we're, we'll turn that around one day it's not going to be turned around anytime soon Joe Biden's oh, still I president kind of Kamala Harris isn't president so not I real right. I know that's what we should do In the meantime, what do you say to the person out there, kid? Because I get these emails all the time. Kurt, I know you get stuff like this, too. Jesse, my son was going to join. Now he's not. Jesse, I was going to join. Now I'm not. Jesse, I'm not fighting for this. Jesse, am I doing the right thing? I'm not doing it. Kurt, I don't know how to answer some of these, man. What What do you say to these people?
4: I support anybody who decides to join. I advise them against it. Because we have to deprive these folks of the cannon fodder or they will not behave. It's really that simple. Uh, Amer- normal Americans have been turned into the enemy by the Biden administration and their woke generals. The they need to is- not play along. And the- if they can fit, they, they are free to go fill their ranks, recruiting at Wellesley Gender Studies Department and Santa Monica Community College and any other blue. They are free to go get the weirdos and losers and tatted up mutations. Uh, Of the left to go fill the ranks of the military, but they won't because the military was guys like you and me, middle class guys, rural class, rural guys who could have done something else in many cases, but decided we wanted to go in and we didn't choose, you know, uh, necessarily being, you know, adjutant general guys or company clerks. You went in the infantry, I started out washing cars, then went into the infantry. Uh, we were looking for something more. And that's that's the heart and soul of the American military. The guy who doesn't have to be there, the guy who does the hard job because it's a hard job and they want to have done a hard job, uh, in many cases like their fathers, grandfathers, uncles, whatever. Uh, and the military will not function uh, if those people say, you have betrayed us as they did at Kabul. And as you know, I represented the families of uh, the family of one of the Marines killed in that, and mm-hmm. it was as a lawyer. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, what a disgrace! Yep.
3: What, an what absolute a disgrace. disgrace!
4: Even though the, the uh, although I will say the uh, Marines in contact uh, from the information I saw performed superbly, and we can all be very proud of them. But they were put in place uh, where they shouldn't have been, without the resources yep. they need. Yep. They didn't back off. They, yep. stood, they, they went name, in and his... did the job.
5: Kurt, I'm up against the break. His name is Kurt Schlichter. The book is will Be Back, available wherever books are sold. Go get yourself one. He already sent me one. I love it. Kurt, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you very much. We are going to take phone calls next. 877 377 877 Do you sweat at night? I do. I mean, I, I sweat, but it's hot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not laying there like some kind of freak, just sweating all the time. But in summer, I hate there's no new... now. I probably got tainted by this when I was in Iraq, but I woke up so many times covered in sweat. It's just the most miserable feeling. So I need summer sheets now. You know, my pillow, they have summer sheets. They're called per cow Cal sheets. They're light. They're cool. They're breathable. They're sheets made for summer. They're such high quality. They have a 10-year warranty. Go to mypillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials and use the promo code Jesse and do so very soon because they are selling these things at an amazing discount, but they have told me I must emphatically tell you limited supplies. Limited supplies. Everyone has supply chain problems right now. You can get a queen size regular 8998. Now it's only 3998, but for a limited time. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. I've got an
4: animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show.
6: Put out?
5: It is Keep The it Jesse Kelly ways. Show on a Tuesday. And gosh, if you missed any part of the show, which... I find it beyond belief that you would miss even a word I have to say. But if you did miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. So, Joe Biden, I'm going to get to your calls here in just a second. Just bear with me. Joe Biden, you remember it came out in the papers that Joe Biden's team wanted him to delay his trip to the Middle East a little bit. Why? So he could. Rest up and get ready. And the weirdest thing has happened since Joe Biden got back from the Middle East. Nobody has really seen him. I mean, you've kind of seen him hovering around a doorway or two. But remember, the President of the United States of America has several events every single day. They're just brutal michael what is wrong with you i told michael to print out an article and bring it to me and he always sneaks in the studio now because he's being a wise guy i sound like joe biden he's being a wise guy now he's low crawling into the studio there's something seriously wrong with you michael anyway joe biden hasn't been seen they don't know where he is well they don't know what he's doing corinne diversity hire got asked about this today and boy i'll tell you what uh what an answer. What exactly has he been doing yesterday and
3: today? So he's been in meetings. I was, uh, I, was called, I was scheduled to meet with him today uh, uh, in, in the Oval Office. So he's been meeting with his senior...
5: By the way, notice how she didn't say she met with him today. She said, I was scheduled to meet with him today. Hmm.
3: in your staff he's been meeting with uh, a staff i think some of you may have seen him when uh, when the the first lady of ukraine uh, was vid- visiting with our first lady uh, i believe you
5: i'm sorry you know what this reminds me of i mean not that it reminds me of this because it hasn't happened but if i went off to work one day to do radio and tv you know i do a tv show every night at 9 p.m eastern on the first tv and in, and instead i had the day off i didn't have to do those shows so instead of going to the studio I just took off and went golfing with the fellas. And the wife shows up looking for me, and, and she shows up at the door and says, "Chris, Michael, where is he?" What exactly has he been doing
4: yesterday and
3: today? So he's been in meetings. I was uh, I was called. I was scheduled to meet with him today uh, uh, in in the Oval Office. So he's been meeting with his senior staff. He's been meeting with uh, a staff. I think some of you may have seen him when uh, when the the First Lady of Ukraine uh, was vid- visiting with our First Lady. Uh, I believe you saw uh, you saw him very briefly. Uh, so he's just been very busy. Uh, dealing
5: with uh, the issues of the American people yeah um, he's hiding and he doesn't have the energy to do anything the president of the United States of America just had a luxury trip overseas and he got back home and he's too exhausted from taking four meetings with the Saudis that he needs days of rest to try to start forming coherent thoughts again I mean it's (laughs) <laughs> as much as Joe Biden can form coherent thoughts again. yikes um we are on our own. we are on our own you know you know how I've been telling you about chalk you know how I've been telling you about chalk? Female vitality stack, ladies. you be as strong as you can be. Male vitality stack fellas. how about a 20 percent increase? and your testosterone in 90 days. And remember, these are natural herbal supplements, U.S. manufacturing. Highly recommend you make yourself some sort of smoothie in the morning. Not that I'm going to be some health freak that pushes this stuff on you, but the wife makes me this with the lit powder. It's I don't know what it is, but it tastes dang good. If you can make all that spinach and kale crap she puts in there tastes good, that's worth something, and it's good for you. 35% off the entire Chalk store dot com promo code JESSE gets you 35% off the whole store. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. Our leaders are morons. They can't help us. We got to take care of ourselves. All right. I promised you I would take calls tonight, and daggone, I'm a man of my word. First, Leroy, Denver, go.
2: I'm going to go quick, buddy. Can't wait to try your uh, famous chicken salad recipe (laughs) and the burger recipe. Start to be calling from such a purple state. We plan on turning it. Um, Tell Chris and Mike to start playing some Ted Nugent uh, on their uh, break songs. That'll really uh, piss people off. And will the Mantis X work on a thirty-eight revolver? It seems like it only fits. What I saw on a uh, like a nine millimeter. I love
5: Mantis X should have no problem working on a 38 revolver. And I'll have to look into this, Chris. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they will send you in case it doesn't attach to your weapon. The normal Mantis X, they'll send you uh, a, a basically a, a round, a bullet that'll go in your weapon that's of the caliber of your weapon. Chris, I'm I'm correct about that, right? Yeah, I thought so. They'll send you a a round that will go inside of your weapon so you don't need to mess with the attachment that has the laser on it. The answer to your question is a long way to say yes. Mantis X will attach to all this stuff. Uh, I'll tell you what else they have. I haven't even really told you about this. You know an AR-15, right? The bolt carrier group, people who want to know what I'm talking about, the guts of the AR-15... Mantis X has this system where you can take out the guts of your AR-15 and they have a Mantis X bolt carrier group that that goes into your weapon. Oh, Chris, it's the coolest freaking thing ever. And then you sit there with your AR-15 and you practice right there. Dude, it's awesome, man. It's really, really, really cool. Yeah, that's all at mantisx.com. All right, I'm going to get to a lot more phone calls. I promise that was only 1-877-377-4373. 877-377-4373, and bad news out of the Army. Hang on.
6: Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com.
1: Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
0: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.